Welcome to Self Love Tarot, a podcast about enriching our lives through practical spirituality, self love, and of course, the tarot. I'm your host, Gretchen Evangelista. You can follow this podcast on Instagram at Self Love Tarot. Thanks for tuning into the show today. All right, guys, how are you? Episode two post hiatus. <laughs> um, I hope you guys have been having an amazing summer. This is my first summer in Austin and it's been a blast. There are so many things to do here, but it's just been extremely hot. So um, I've been just dealing with the weather, getting eczema flare-ups because allergies are a big thing here. Even though I've always had environmental allergies, it's like the number one thing everyone is complaining about right now is allergies and apparently I guess this isn't the hottest summer Texas has had so everyone's actually saying it's quite a cool summer but I'm like dying as an east coaster (laughs) um but yeah exploring Austin I don't know if I ever updated you guys on that but I moved from DC to Austin in June So I'm still getting my feet wet here. It's been amazing. It's been everything that I wanted. And I even found the apartment of my dreams, which is crazy because I didn't think that was possible after being in my very small, tiny, fragile apartment from before. But, you know, everything, everything works out. (laughs) And I'm back and I'm here and I'm feeling ready to do this episode because it has been something that has been within me for a very long time. And so today I decided I'm going to be bringing back the fool. Why? Because after not posting an episode in months, why not visit the card, revisit the card that has the ability to kickstart it all back up again? And All the things I'm about to share with you will definitely be stuff that I've learned over my journey over the past several months. You know, things about myself, things about being creative, about putting yourself out there or not putting yourself out there. So I'm going to weave in my own little personal journey throughout this episode, which I hope you guys can relate to because I know I'm not the only one going through this stuff. And Me being in total misery for the past couple of months around this will not be for nothing. And so I'm really glad that I can share these certain distinctions and ideas with you guys. And so if you're listening to this episode right now, you're reading the title, that is exactly what we're going to be talking about. I believe you have to be stupid in order to go after your dreams. And I use the word stupid because that is how my mind and probably many of yours too likes to describe it as. Like, don't sing in front of others, you'll look stupid. Don't dance like that, you'll look stupid. Don't pursue that path of being an artist or dancer or an actress, whatever, that's just dumb. Get a job, be responsible, be financially stable, have health insurance, gosh. (laughs) we waste so much of our lives 
trying to act cool and trying to look good in front of others, even though we'd rather be the crazy one dancing on the dance floor, we don't do it because we don't want to look stupid or foolish. But what are we missing out on every time we talk ourselves out of doing something just because we'll end up looking stupid in front of other people? Like, I think of some artists or actors or entertainers, people who have had taken the path less traveled and have decided to live more unconventionally. People who would have taken paths and choices that their parents and peers would probably disapprove of and they probably think they're making stupid choices in their lives. I have tremendous amount of respect for those people who decide to do that because that is courageous. That is brave to choose the spirit of joy that's running within you over the conventions and safety and old patterns of modern day living. The last episode I did about the fool was about being willing to look stupid. And to be honest, I should have re-listened to that episode just to see... (laughs) Um, just to make sure I'm not overlapping on any ideas, but I was just like, no, Gretchen, just write this, record it, bam, put it out there. Like I can't afford to overthink things right now. Um, and so, you know, I might be rehashing some similar ideas, maybe not, but I think this, this episode definitely has a new sense of energy to it. So hope you guys are enjoying it so far. (laughs) But um, in this episode, in this current episode, I want to revisit that idea of just looking stupid and maybe help you remember that the fire is still within you. No matter how small or dim you think it has become, there is still a fire within you that is waiting to be recognized by you. So have you guys ever been to a totally dead dance floor? You know, the one that I'm talking about, the one where you walk into a club and they're playing some sick beats and literally no one is dancing and they're all sitting around with their drinks, talking and being too cool to dance. And I'm immediately just like, what the hell is wrong with everyone? Sometimes I legitimately think that because I'm like, how could you not even sway your hips or even tap your feet to this music? Well, Some years ago, I went to Punta Cana with my mom and my aunt and my cousin, who's about the same age as me, um, during the summer as a celebration for graduating nursing school, passing the board exams. And so I was like on cloud nine at the time. And at that time, I was really into Latin pop music and I still love Latin pop music. I think just doing Zumba with my mom when I was younger just ingrained my love for Latin pop. Anyways, so if you like play Enrique or Maluma, I will break into dance. It's a fact. So we went out to a club inside one of the resorts and when you walk in, it's like, The first thing that you see is this huge, open, circular dance floor. And then there are these like high top tables and bars that are on the outskirts of it. And then upstairs, you have this balcony section where people could also just watch and drink. Well, it was 10 p.m. and no one was dancing. There were people there for sure, but everyone was just clinging to their drinks and just staring at this empty dance floor. And they were playing 
all the best songs. Like at that time, it was like Despacito. They were playing some Enrique. And I was like, I turned to my cousin and her name is Hart. And I was like, Hart, let's go dance. I can't just sit here and pretend to be cool. Plus, I'm at a resort. I just graduated and passed the board exams. Like, I'm going to be living my dreams. No one knows me here. Who freaking cares? So there we were. We were just on the dance floor with my mom and aunt, also too cool for school, just drinking and watching us awkwardly. Me and my cousin were just dancing without a care in the middle of the dance floor, which felt like it was a freaking coliseum. We were definitely smack dab in the middle of that club and everyone could see us. And I wasn't even drunk and I didn't even care. I was just having so much fun. I stayed connected to the music and I just lost myself in it. And guess what? Not long after that, a couple people joined in with us. And then after that, we amassed a pretty hefty crowd of dancers. And we even made friends with the people who had initially joined us. So it was so fun, so exciting. And that definitely made that trip really, really amazing. And to this day, I look back at that memory and I'm so proud of myself for not choosing to look cool at that moment. And as a result, again, I had so much fun, made some friends, and I have this amazing memory of that one time me and my cousin brought life into a dead dance club. And recently, I've also been feeling very nostalgic. So I have started watching old My Chemical Romance concerts from their Black Parade album. There are, there's like this one, um, clip on YouTube that's like two hours long of just the entire concert in Mexico and it's amazing and you know I get so happy watching them perform live because you could just feel the energy and the aliveness that is so palpable in their performance and it makes me feel so energetic and alive just watching and you can see like the band and the fans are all definitely riding the same wavelength. And I can imagine everyone who attended that left with such a feeling of just joy and happiness. And I look at the singer Gerard Way. Here he is in full goth makeup, the white powder face, the eye makeup, the costume. And at that point, at that year that it was recorded, he was probably like, what, 30 years old? Someone could have watched this and easily deduced this entire thing to be like, look at this grown-ass adult man dressing up like the OG emo kid in high school, singing and dancing in front of all these other kids. How stupid, how ridiculous, how silly. <laughs> But look at what he and his band are doing for this audience. Like, look at all these people's faces happily singing along and dancing. You can see they're having so much fun and they're putting their whole hearts into it. You can see how cathartic this music is for people, for people who feel misunderstood, who feel like social outcasts, for people who don't feel like they belong anywhere. And, you know, yes, Gerard Way was a 30-year-old adult in full emo costume parading in front of these kids, but who fucking cares? <laughs> I think the most courageous thing anyone could ever do is to sacrifice their own self-image 
for their soul mission, whatever their soul mission may be. It could be dressing up as a Teletubby and making kids laugh on TV for all I know. It could be quitting your nine to five to live on less and to start writing that sci-fi novel that could change the lives of millions. It could be pursuing your dream as a musician when everyone is saying how oversaturated the industry is and how virtually impossible it is to get noticed these days. It could be deciding to start a new hobby that you suck at, but you're willing and brave enough to be bad at it in order for you to feel that sense of fulfillment. Like that quote that says, be courageous enough to be bad at something new. And I think, I think that's a huge rut us adults fall into that kids don't have too much of an issue with. It's trying new things and being willing to fail and fail and be bad at it and not make it mean you should never do anything ever again. For me, the last podcast I just did that I posted, I was really scared to post it. (laughs) I didn't think it was good enough. I hadn't posted anything in months, so it was really easy to psych myself out of doing it. And I really almost didn't post it at all. But then I had the realization that I'd rather have a shitty ass podcast than no podcast at all. And I think that's something most of us would agree on. But we are so caught up in trying to look good and cool all the time, never failing in front of others, that we don't realize that, you know, just having a completed novel, just have a, having a completed painting or a completed blog post, no matter how terrible we think it is, it's so much better than to have nothing at all. And I think to live a courageous, spirit-led life means that we would rather share our shitty-ass blog post than to not share anything at all in this world. We would rather send in our roughest of rough drafts to a publishing company and get rejected than to not even send one in at all. So here I was posting this podcast that my mind kept on saying was shitty and not good enough. But then it ended up getting more plays than I thought it would. And more people reached out to me to tell me that they loved the show and my work. And I don't know, I guess that's just one way to get around your inner critic is to be okay with sharing your shitty work because who knows, you may be flat out wrong about it. And after not posting any episodes for a while, I obviously lost my momentum. I can't really just expect myself to restart and go at the level that I was going at. And that's okay. I'm choosing to respect the baby steps that I'm taking, no matter how small they are, no matter how little and insignificant and simple they are. One of the good things that has happened in losing my momentum is that I've been inspired to revisit the Fool card and just bask in all of its amazing wisdom. And I'm so glad that I'm starting from ground zero again, starting from the bottom, from the beginning, because it's reminding me of the courage we all need to go after our dreams that we believe are impossible right now. 
and to be dumb enough to be foolish and stupid enough to pursue them anyways. Like the light bulb, the telephone, the internet, Wi-Fi, the airplane, all these things we consider part of our normal everyday lives were once thought of as completely impossible and crazy and just existing in a wild person's imagination. So if you were to take one practical step from this entire episode, it would be this. Today, I'm going to be a fool. I'm going to go out and be a stupid, dumb fool and pursue what others may think is impossible. Because that is the only way I can feel alive and fulfilled and feel this sense of evolution in my life. Today, I realize I need to let go of the need to look good and be cool in front of everyone and embody the courage of the fool. Life is a lot more fun and joyful as a fool than being a cool naysaying critic that never makes a move. Again, I would rather have a shitty podcast than no podcast at all. I would rather have a shitty YouTube channel than no channel at all, which I actually don't have a YouTube channel, but I'm just throwing it out there for anyone who is (laughs) starting a YouTube channel. Uh, You know, I would rather have a show that no one attends than to have no show at all. I would rather have a shitty book than no book at all. I would rather sing a song and hit all the wrong notes and sound like a dying whale than to never sing a song ever. That is the courageous thing to do. And I owe it to myself, to my own inner spirit, to live a larger than typical conventional life. The fool also decides to believe in new possibilities for herself and to own it for herself. She decides to invoke her imagination rather than relying on what's already around her. And this is one of the things that I believe keeps me feeling alive. And I think this practice can also give new life to anyone who feels like they have just hit a wall or they're feeling stuck. The fool also decides to believe in new possibilities for herself and to own it for herself. She decides to invoke her imagination rather than relying on what's already around her. And this is one of the things that I believe keeps me feeling alive. And I think this practice can also breathe new life into anyone who feels like they've hit a wall or they feel stuck in their current situation. It's to never limit the possibilities to your current reality. To go around and say, well, this business or relationship isn't possible for me because, well, I've never had a successful business or relationship. That is how we get stuck. That is how we get depressed and get into ruts and feel like we're not doing anything with our lives. And you know what? In the months that I hadn't spoken on this podcast, that is how I had been honestly feeling. Like, oh my God. I'm a boring adult now. Is this all the life? To get married, to settle down somewhere, to have kids and to live in this nine to five cycle for the rest of my life until retirement. And it's because I had forgotten about the fool. I thought that I was too mature for that imaginary bullshit. I I tried to be irresponsible, tried to be a mature adult that was supposed to have all of her shit together. So much so that I left behind the wonderment and the curiosities and the brilliance of being alive. And therefore, I didn't feel alive for a very, very long time. And you know what? I am grateful for that experience. 
I'm so grateful that I forgot about all of this. I'm so grateful because in forgetting and then suffering through all that, it made me truly realize the value of this stuff. A cynic that's too cool for school would be like, this spirituality, law of attraction, tarot, all this shit is fake. It doesn't work. It's not practical. It's not logical. Like, it won't get you anywhere in life by just thinking amazing thoughts and putting all your faith and trusting something that you don't know is 100% true. That the tarot is just telling people what they want to hear and is only for, like, super desperate people. But then... There came a point where I was suffering so much from thinking that way that I was given only two options. Believe everything happens chaotically and terrible things will always happen to good people and that no one could ever be truly happy no matter how much they tried. Or to put all my eggs into the basket of this fiercely loving universe. There was no halfway. I had to choose. And all I know is that first option made me cry almost every day. It made me feel miserable and depressed and hateful and selfish. And the second option, the second option of putting all my eggs into this basket of the universe, that made me feel electrified again. But I had to have the courage to take that leap of faith that the fool offers us and to let go of trying to prove it to everyone and just to do it for myself because I deserve and am worthy of living a beautiful life. A beautiful life of ecstasy and heartbreak, of loss and joy, of pain and purpose. And to accept life's ups and downs, that takes courage too. And so you'll forget and you'll remember, then you'll forget again and then remember again. It's a death and birth process all the time. And I bless all of it. I'm choosing to bless all of it because that means I get to constantly rediscover even deeper levels of the love that exists within me and that exists within the universe. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. This really just came from, honestly, my experience over the past couple, several months. And I'm so happy to be able to finally learn what I had to learn and heal and process it enough to be able to share it with you guys. It might not be a perfect story and it's definitely not a complete story yet, but this has been like my authentic experience. And I know I'm not alone in this. I know COVID and quarantine and just the way life is right now can cause people to feel stuck and hopeless. And you know, like the universe doesn't have your back, but this whole experience has made me realize that I want to be someone who wakes up every day and who believes in good things and who believes in a good universe and that I live in an amazing benevolent universe. And just that choice itself has really turned things around for me. So like, you know, it's okay to, 
I don't even wanna say fall off your spiritual path because I believe you're always on a spiritual path regardless of what you think, regardless of where you are or what your relationship is with God or the universal love. It's always there for you and you are never off track. So thank you so much for tuning into this episode. You can follow Self Love Tarot on Instagram at Self Love Tarot. And I will talk to you guys next time. Take care.